On this episode of Deep Dive, I, Holly Patrick, ask Mark Cooper, the CEO of the International Association of Conference Centres and Chair of the Events Industry Council, whether it's okay for association leaders to take calculated risks, how important it is to surround yourself with a good team in a time of crisis, and why leaders shouldn't shy away from challenges. Mark, hello and welcome to Deep Dive. Thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure, Holly. Pleased to be with you. So as you know, this series of Deep Dive is all about leadership. So I guess a good place to start is to ask you what you perceive your leadership style to be. That's an interesting uh, conversation to have. And I'm sure it would be a different conversation a year ago and certainly two years ago, um, as I think we're all more sensitive to um, to our styles and and how we, you know, how, how we convey ourselves in in new environments certainly you know in new ways that we're engaging with people but it's it is an interesting one um i would hope uh, that as i looked at my leadership style as an individual then what has served me well has been a, a blend of, of yes being a pace setter um you know making decisions getting things done um is really important but also with you know with that level of agility that there's also a part of me that needs to be um coaching those around us and also just being democratic and being understanding i think we've had to exercise different blends of leadership style for different situations as times where you're working with individuals or groups that are in a high sense of you know a, a highly emotional state because of the state of their businesses their concerns their families and you've got to be attuned to that um, but at the same time there are others that look to you to make decisions and take confidence from the decisiveness that comes with it as well so um, I'd say it flexes but I'm often told certainly with my colleagues in in the US that, um, you know, if you fail in hospitality, you might become a good politician. And hopefully those words are a result of just just being sensitive and balanced in regards to understanding the needs of others. But you're saying that leadership doesn't, it's not a one one size fits all, it's subjective to the situation, perhaps. I, I think there there are evidence of successful leaders that have a dominant style, absolutely. But I, I I think you're right. In in the last year or two, the uncertainties that surround all of us um, have lent itself more to leaders that can adjust, um, can be sensitive uh, to to the needs and the emotions of others. So therefore, yes, being balanced is pretty important. We last chatted uh, for AMI about a year ago. Uh, the pandemic was in the, the full swing. We'd witnessed lockdowns. The events industry was, was, was pretty much closed as we knew it at the time. So I just want to ask you, what what has the year since we last chatted last November sort of had in store for you since? My word, yes, it definitely is a story of two halves the last two years. So we went from a, a year of feeling extremely out of control uh, we were we were all passengers on, on a bus to an unknown destination, but um, in the last year, it's felt like we have more control, more and more certainty. Um, and I guess as I I think about that, not necessarily certainty in terms of how quickly our 
industry and business events are going to return and recover, but more so that confidence that we will recover. Um, the year prior, uh, honestly, I think right at the beginning, many of us in the industry, even those that have gone through traumas in the past, in 2008, September the 11th, on those occasions, those times where really it was, you know, uh, immediate and dramatic for the industry, I think still having gone through those, there was an air of uncertainty in terms of what this pandemic meant. We'd never been through a pandemic, but the last year has felt, you know, less uncontrolled. And um, one of the one of the phrases that I think sums it up that I was, you know, that I was introduced to in the last year or so is the, the VUCA um, uh, environment, which is basically, you know, uh, we're in a volatile environment. It's uncertain times. There are complexities that never existed before. And there's ambiguity everywhere. And we are definitely my association, the events industry council, the industry as a whole, um, are operating in a, a VUCA environment still in the last year, um, but um, with more certainty. And I particularly just returned from being back at IMEX, um, that, that fantastic industry event that did take place in Las Vegas last week. And I'm even more certain and confident of the future as I see our industry leaders uh, meeting professionals coming back together and um, that level of, of excitement tinged with a little emotion um, about you know the recovery and the need to recover an industry which bring people back together again. You touched on it there you wear a few different hats within the industry and 2020 was your year the chair-elect of the events industry council some might say that might have been the hardest year perhaps to do it what have you learned during your time as chair elect as the events industry at the events industry council well it's it's interesting because um in 2020 i was chair elect and in 2021 i've uh, i i took over the role of chair um from the incredible paul van der venter from mpi um but but as a collective um i've had the honor to work with with paul with kathy breeden from iaee who is this year's chair elect and will take on the chair role next year but paul kathy and i along with um amy culvert ceo have been a really tight-knit executive team and um what i would say of the rest of the board um is they are all incredible leaders that are decisive supportive and determined and the last year, whilst it's been full of lots of uncertainties, um, I think I think EIC grasped the nettle and survived incredibly, or rather responded incredibly well with initiatives and just actions that the industry needed to support it through the recovery phase. So I feel incredibly proud and honoured. And meeting with our council for the first time last week, all you know, all 33 members that formed the council, the Federation of EIC, it was a bittersweet moment because it was my first live council meeting as chair, but equally it's my last um, as that comes to an end uh, this year. But, you know, I do feel honoured. Um, I don't feel frustrated that we couldn't do all of the things that we might do in a different year, because actually, I truly believe that we achieve more because of the conditions and because of the situation um, that we've all found ourselves in. And, and perhaps, maybe just maybe when we look back on 2021 um, and this period for the Events Industry Council and the leaders within it, um, 
we've been allowed to take more risks. It's been okay to take risks. It's been okay to do things differently. Um, but um, what an incredible group that that uh, federation is in terms of its, you know, the, 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 how brave they are and how determined they are to really make sure EIC is there for years and years to come. So on that then, Mark, how important is it to be to have an incredible bunch of people around you in order to be a good leader? I can't imagine my approach to leadership being successful without incredible people around me. Um, what what I have to be is I have to be the you know the, the the sponge that absorbs and just make sure that we get the best out of the incredible ideas and individuals that we have. And and I don't want that to sound um, you know <laughs> like the obvious the, the you know the obvious answer that anybody would give. But I think if we were alone, if we were in an, an island, um, I think I would need a very different leadership style. Um, and I, you know, I take my confidence, I take my positivity, I take my decision making, you know, skills from listening very carefully and considering, you know, the balanced opinions of those around me. So I say always in life, surround yourself with the most intelligent, clever people. The ones that are the most outspoken as well. I think it's okay to have those within a mix that you know that will challenge. Um, sometimes an obvious decision, um, and you know it's a privilege within both IAC and EIC that we have those outspoken leaders that bring a different perspective. Um, because it's important that we, you know, when we make a choice, when we make a decision, we make the best one in the moment. Um, you know that that can be made. Surround yourself with the most intelligent and sometimes outspoken people. I like that a lot. Lots of different opinions. I think I got that from my very my previous sales uh, days, you know, many years ago, um, where it was often, you know, imparted on me that, you know, um, take every challenge, even if, you know, a challenging customer. And if you can overcome the challenges of that most challenging customer, then everything else becomes easy and, um, you know, and easier. You know, you you raise your bar, you raise your level um, by by taking those challenges head on and not avoiding them. And I, and I, I think that's true in all of our lives. You know, treat treat your biggest challenges, you know, um, with the respect they deserve, but meet them head on um, and, and don't try and shy away from them and don't shy away from difficult conversations overcome those challenges so then we've spoken about your your role in the ei um, in the events industry council but with your iac hat on which is the international association of conference centers tell us a little bit about the challenges that you've had to face um leading that association and how you supported your members through that well when we look at the the membership in the community that is iac i mean these are just just to confirm they are operators and often owners of small to mid-size conference and meetings focused venues and when i say conference and meetings focused venues they don't have the ability to um you know often to to change their business mix to go after leisure or weddings and you know the majority of their business model is business events so i frame that because they were the they they were hit the hardest and the you know the earliest in the pandemic with training conferences and meetings stopping so it was a time where very often the IAC community um, have been business owners that, are, that form our membership. So they've seen their businesses and they've seen their livelihoods um, stop 
and they've they've been in an incredibly uncertain world. Um, so they've had to take responsibility. They've had to step up as leaders. And when I look to, you know, to the early days, these were these are individuals and leaders that have got, for instance, very low turnover of staff because of the culture that they've created. So letting staff go with me was incredibly difficult early on because many of them had been with them for tens of years and were in a critical part of their product offer. Um, so as we took IAP through, we, we really had to be there to bring people together, to talk, to share ideas, even if the answers were not there. Just by sharing experiences within the IAP community in the early months was critical. So we had very big attendance on our webinars, lots of in-depth calls with operators and owners just, just talking about their experiences, how they were dealing with investors, how they were working with staff, how they were retaining core staff versus letting them go. And then as we went through the last year, um, when government support kicked in, when they could make some of the decisions where, the, where they, they wrestled back control of their venues, we started to work on looking at best practice as it related to the industry opening back up again. So, you know, we looked at um, how you reinvent your refreshment break air service areas, how you reinvent conference lunches. And we were able to do that from some of our members around the world that operated these small venues that were allowed to reopen for um, critical service training, um, conferences and meetings. Sweden, for instance, didn't close to meetings. Uh, Denmark and the Netherlands were one of the first to really bounce back incredibly strong. So we drew upon their knowledge and their willingness to share their reopening experiences in readiness for countries like the UK and the US who were yet to reopen the doors but needed to find out, you know, needed to find out how they were going to um, operate and support their meetings. So um, that's really been our journey. And as we look forward as an association now, um, it's less so about the operating environments changing for conference and meeting venues, um, but it is very much about how we completely rebuild the um, the organisations and the staff in structures for um, for our venues. How we reapproach recruitment, how we change our attitude to um, recruiting from outside of the industry, for instance. Um, for many years, the hospitality industry, and particularly the conference and meetings industry, has you know have, have looked to individuals that come with that experience and that knowledge of looking after business events. But now that won't serve as well because we need that much talent um, to, to, to rebuild that we will have to look outside of the, you know, the hospitality industry. And actually, that could be a really great move for the long term, bringing in skills, you know, that, that can you know, experiences from other industries um, to rebuild. And to give you an example, one of our members, which just identifies the scale of, you know, the, the challenge ahead of us. One of our members is the Park MGM in Las Vegas. And I was just on a call with their leadership yesterday. Now, MGM employs 77,000 staff. I mean, that is phenomenal in its own right. But nearly 5,000 positions uh, are vacant in their portfolio. So if you think about that as a number, but even as a percentage, um, it is going to be one of the challenges. So as we look forward, we'll, we'll, we as an association will be providing information, best practice and ideas as it relates to recruitment, but also reskilling. Um, and um, that's going to be um, you know, a big part of the next, I would say, next two years for this industry.
so much of the last 20 months has been about reinvention and not going back to how we've previously done things. So on that then, Mark, would you say that the pandemic has altered the way that you lead? And, and on that as well, what would you say your three golden rules of leadership? Um, yes, it certainly has uh, changed. Um, however, I think the way it's changed and the way I look at things now is be less afraid. Um, I mentioned it before, um, but but take take calculated risks. Take risks, but but make them calculated. Make them count. Um, but equally, let's stay humble. Let's stay measured um, as leaders, um, and let's stick together as an industry. Um, we when we come away from firefighting, um, when we come away from the immediate recovery. It will be a time. There will be a right time to reflect upon what, what, how could we have been better prepared for the pandemic as a business events industry? How could we advocate for the industry more strongly to get support earlier on? And importantly, let's get to a state of readiness that when the next economic or medical, um, uh, you know, challenge comes along that rocks the industry, which it will. Um, how we could be better prepared uh, because this industry is one that's incredibly important um, to not just um, opening up the learning and education and our businesses again, but just opening up society um, and starting to do things again, which is why luckily our conference venues around the world now are full. They can't take any more business between now and the end of the year in the majority of cases. And that's because we as individuals and as businesses recognise the importance now of um, people being together and, um, you know, solving challenges together um, and exchanging ideas. I love that. Let be less afraid, take calculated risks. Let's stay humble and stick together. Amazing advice there, Mark. Thank you so much for coming on Deep Dive. Take care and no doubt we'll catch up soon. It's my absolute pleasure, Holly. Thank you very much for the opportunity.